بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا تشبت عفتا باب التغير the chapter of how people will change when times change. The next chapter that comes is At-Tahadhir min al-Fitan Issuing a severe warning regarding one fitna means fitna, what we call evils, trials, traps. And the word fitna is a very big word. It comes from the word that when you melt something to take out the dirt and to leave what is pure. So whenever some melting has to take place, that's called fitna. You can call it a trial, you can call it an evil, you can call it a difficulty. Because that's the time when a real test takes place, the melting moment. Tahadir min al-fitan, this ummah has always been warned. that This is not a garden where there's no thorns. As soon as a person is stepping in and he says, wow, how wonderful. At-tahadir min al-fitan That they remember there's snakes in this garden There's scorpions in this garden That many of the apples in this garden are poisonous And there are very few who make it out of the garden alive This is called at-tahadir min al-fitan This world is that garden Everything is lush Everything is green But in that greenery there's a lot of snakes There's a lot of scorpions There are spiders there's poisonous things all around. So the man is told, you can move in the garden, no problem. But don't touch. Because something might just sting. It is like that water in those oceans where they have the coral reef. How beautiful it looks. But they say, look but don't touch. Because those things are alive, whatever is there. And you put your hand on it and that's when it stings. When the sting comes, you forget all the beauty. The thing stings you every part of your body. So many goes into your body. The sting itself is so painful, it causes like a temporary paralysis. So even if you knew how to swim, you forget how to swim. This world is like that. That that man told, I know my limits. He told everyone, I know my limits. That's why they say he was a teacher in the school, but he got caught with the pupil. Yesterday he was teaching the child how to behave, how to behave. He couldn't behave himself. Because in this garden, when the one thorn hits you, it makes you para- paralyzed. You lose your mind for a few minutes. In that few minutes, the devil just pulls you. It's called tahvir min al-fitr. Perhaps this was in Madina Munawwara. Perhaps it was before the conquest of Makkah Mukarramah. Or it could have been after. But it was a general khutbah that was meant especially for the people of ilm. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave this khutbah. Iyad bin Himar Mujashi'i radiyallahu an says, Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned this in a khutbah that he gave us. So it's a very unique khutbah, quite long. And each point of the khutbah did not apply only to that era, but it is throughout. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the first mukhatab of this khutbah. The first one who was addressed 
And then, because the ulama are the vicegerents of every of a nabi, they are the ones being addressed. And then the people around them. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Almighty Allah said, that kullu maal nahaltuhu abdan halalun wa inni khalaqtu ibadi hunafa'a kullahum Two things were mentioned, that in this world, there's a lot of halal wealth. And nahaltuhu, that wealth which I gave as a gift to my servant, that's halal for him. And although he thinks I'm working for it, but man knows that sometimes you're trying so hard, nothing is coming. And sometimes the doors just start opening up. It's always a gift. So there is enough halal in the world. And the second thing is, قَلَقْتُ ibadi hunafa. All my servants, Muslim, non-Muslim, Fasik, Salih, the one who we say is nuts, is off his head, the one who is stable and normal. Allah says, I created them all. Hunafa means musta'iddin liqabulil haq. That every one of them have a clear, a pure nature. To accept the truth, they are definitely ready for it. To know what is right, what is wrong, it is part of the nature. To feel dirty on some things at the present moment and it will get worse. When many questions will be brought, why is this wrong, why is that wrong? The very person who says that question, why is it wrong, he knows it's wrong. He also knows it's wrong. That's why when a man is a criminal, you'll always see him looking around like, and if someone just says, say, don't accuse me, they say, that's the proof you're already the criminal. That I never even know you were the thief. I was not even looking, but the man who looks around and he says, you're all like, looking at me with a bad eye. No one even knew his lad. But he himself knows it's not right. So to defend himself, he starts looking around at who's looking at me. Three quarters of the time, no one is looking. Majority of these marches that go out to say our rights, our rights, is because they know that what they're doing is not right. They know it. Everyone was created with a pure nature. Then what happened? Allah Tawarukala says, وَإِنَّهُ أَتَتْهُمُ الشَّيَاطِينَ فَاجْتَالَتْهُمْ عَنْ دِينِهِمْ Then many, many shayateen came out. It's something to remember this. One is shaitan we always speak about. It's not one only. Each one is sufficient, what you'll say, for the whole. Allah allowed Lord to be created. When they come upon man, they come upon like an entire jamaat. Fajtalathum and dinihim, they turn them completely over. It happened in the past. So it was definitely it's going to happen in the future. When the shayateen were able to change a nation that came down pure, they were going to change a nation that was born pure. There was a nation who saw the previous nation wiped out totally, but they managed to change. Change what? They changed their desires. The people of Lut were in the past, but they weren't born like that. They were made like that. Shayateen came and turned their minds to such an extent that finally the Nabi of Allah said, and a Nabi's nature is very like, they can tolerate a lot, every Nabi, that's why he's a Nabi. A Nabi can tolerate more than a normal man can tolerate. But when Nabi Lut said to the people that me also, I just like sick. I am sick at your action. 
اللہ تبارک تعالیٰ کہ قسم لعم رک انہم لفی سکرتہم یعمہون by the قسم of your life that they were drunk in their desires filthy the action became but what made it shayateen made it they can do it again تحذیر من الفتن is a warning that how it happened it can happen how animals were made they can be made again but we must not think about not us the تحذیر is for us The warning is for us. Because how often we hear someone complaining, I married into what I thought was a good family. The boy was an alim, the boy was a mufti, the girl was an alima. We're not speaking of outside, we're speaking of inside. And then he was an animal. He was on internet. He saw things which I never thought could be seen ever. He had seen the light, he had seen the dark, he had seen it all and now he wanted to try it on his spouse. Or she wanted him to try it on her. And it doesn't stop there. When you become an animal, then there's no limits after that. But how it happened, it can happen. Tahveer min al-fitan. Because the same shayateen taught their fun. Even if the shaitan had to die, that fun was not going to die. What we are living in today is just a repetition of once upon a time what was there. And how bad did it become? They turned them away from their deen. وَحَرَّمَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ مَا أَحَلَلْتُ لَهُمْ I had made things halal for them. The shayateen made it all haram. They spoiled everything. We live in a world today that if someone says, I want something pure, you say you have to look for it. It's not there in the open anymore. They that put up that banking system which spoils the wealth of the world. Once upon a time it was just pure gold and silver. You had a few masail, it was easy to work it out. Then a banking system came, you can't work out the masail. Because in everything that smoke of riba moves, everything. Then they went into the food and they spoiled it all. Then they opened up markets where liquor had to be sold in that shop with something else. They made such an environment that whatever was halal, they were going to spoil all the halal. Now man had to start looking. So it happened. And it was going to happen. We lived in an era and we're living. And perhaps in the next few years it might get like to its peak. So be ready for the fitna. The khutbah was given at tahveer min al-fitan when you see it. He says it became so bad وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ نَظَرَ إِلَىٰ أَهْلِ الْأَرْضِ Then Almighty Allah looked at the entire world. فَمَقَتَهُمْ عَرَبُهُمْ وَعَجَمُهُمْ Look at the ahadith and think like what era we live in. He said, مَقَتَ means أَبْغَدَهُمْ بُغْز It filled him with anger. Who filled him? The Arab filled him and the non-Arab. They filled Almighty Allah with anger that what are you all up to? If you come into our era, After so many years perhaps, it had hit the Arab world a while ago. Dancing was there, music was there, and we don't know what else was there, but filth comes with it all. Soon as you have the bottle, liquor, then you have it all. So no one will even say, a Muslim girl, an Arab girl. One asked one friend, like he went to one university, in one of the Arab countries, so he told me I did iftar there. So I told him, there you went to do iftar. He said, yeah. I said, you survived. 
He said, what you mean? I said, did you get, like, how you managed with all the fitna? So he said, yeah, fitna is hard. So I know that those countries, so like, you make doing fiqh one side, you becoming the grand mufti. He said, it's so bad that you're sitting in the masjid. In the masjid, there's a stool behind, perhaps. On that stool, there's some boys and their girls, and they're all sitting and talking. That's like the courtyard of the masjid. So you inside reading a Quran or reading some kitab of Baydawi. And you look behind you and you see the girl and the boy holding hands. He says then, as long as they dress modest, they can walk in the masjid. But that word dressed modest is a very general term. Meaning as long as the girl thinks that I'm modest. In the masjid when Fitna was going to walk past you. In the masjid. So the boy said, I just kept myself in my room like locked up. That it's so scary to go out. So scary. Fitna, open. When we hear the word Arab, we would always think like, you know, pure. Like. But, فَمَقَتَهُمْ عَرَبُهُمْ وَعَجَمُهُمْ Once upon a time, the Arab and the non-Ajab were like filthy. We enter the time today that even if you have to go to what is called the most purest of lands, you might not find the most purest of people. You might find people who are dying for party. Some are coming from far to go to the Kaaba. Some are dying to go to the Bab, to the Bar. فَمَقَتَهُمْ عَرَبُهُمْ وَعَجَمُهُمْ Brought anger unto Almighty Allah. It was an indication and it was going to happen again. That we will see and perhaps it might get even worse. At the present moment, when an attack was made on the Izzat of Rasulullah wasallam, how amazing it was. Like non-Arabs, they made a call for a boycott. And Arabs, they went the opposite. They said, those that are calling for the boycott, we'll boycott them. So they put a boycott and they said, we'll fill our stores with France products. If someone wonders like, how can the Arab do that? But it was a system that when the attack is made, it's made on the best. فَمَقَتَهُمْ عَرَبُهُمْ وَعَجَمُهُمْ The Arab and the non-Arab made Almighty Allah upset. But there was still a small group of the people of the book. Meaning they will always be. In the past also if they could not finish them all up. There was a small group. No matter how hard it was they made sabr. They found no support from people around. They made sabr. They waited for the truth to come. There will always be a small group that the shayateen will not be able to hit. Whenever you hear this, you must say, Oh Allah, make us from amongst them. To be from a small group, it's not easy because no one will choose it. It is called a test of sabr. Because you have no support. To be that small, that minority is not easy at all. Baqaya min ahlil kitab. Nabi said, Then Allah said to me, Wa innama ba'astuka li abtaliyak wa abtaliyabik. Now I have sent you. I have sent you so I will test you, meaning your sabr, on the difficulties that come in your path. And I will test others through you. This was said to the Nabi of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It is said to every vicegerent of Allah's Nabi, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That I have sent you, I have made you stand. When you will become 
the man of the ummah, the ambassador of Islam, giving a khutbah on the day of Friday, giving a Juma bayan, giving a lecture, it's not just like a paid job. You an ambassador. I have made you stand. I have made you stand li'abtaliyak. And perhaps this is one thing me and you all forget. That when I stand, my imtihan is also going to be taken. It is not only that my qawm is being tested. The first one's imtihan who is test taken is the alim himself. Li'abtaliyak. When the shayateen launch their attack, where they launch it on the small soldiers, they launch it on the big general also. Every alim is that major general. Every alima is that general. The more pious you look, the greater the attack is going to come. لِأَبْتَلِيَكْ I will test you. Meaning test that sabr that you will have in the spot. And I will test others through you also. bik. You will give the message to others. Then to see who listens to you, who doesn't listen. But your imtihan will also be taken. My imtihan will be taken. Then وَأَنزَلْتُ عَلَيْكَ كِتَابًا What's your weapon? The weapon of the Nabi of Allah, the weapon of the vicegerent of the Nabi of Allah. That in the cause of this fitan, what is the greatest weapon for a man? So Allah Tabarakullah said to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I have sent such a book upon you. La yaghsiluhu al-mah. That water will never wash this book away. This word water will never wash it away is called muhawara. Like a proverb. One meaning is that it's not a book that will be written on paper with ink. That a person threw water on it and then the ink smudged and you can't say, I don't know what was written. This will be written in the hearts. لا يغسله الماء Muhawara, water will not wipe it away, means with the coming of times, people forget something. This won't be forgotten. It will be put away, this will not be put away. People will always go back to it. Such a kitab. Such a kitab. تقرأه نائما ويقضان that you will be reading this book when you awake, you will be reading it when you're sleeping. They write that Nabi Wasallam's reading it when sleeping was normal. Because a Nabi, even when he's sleeping, his heart is always awake. But the Shura write that the miracle of Quran, this is also Muhawara proverb, that after a while Quran would become so solid in a person. Sometimes you'll see it when you're doing hivs, especially if your ustad is someone who's like very, very. You just see him and that sleep, fajr time goes away. That student you'll see sometimes in his sleep, he's reading Quran. In his sleep. It became a muhawara that it becomes so firm when something becomes so firm in a person that you say you think about this here even when you're sleeping. That sifat of Quran was going to become like that. La yaghsiluhu alma, it's not going to be washed away. Meaning its place is in the heart. No matter how much effort will be made, the effort can be on the outside, they can't hit it on the inside. And it will be so firm in your mind, that even when you ghafil, it will be with you. Taqra'uhu na'iman wa yaqran. That's the weapon. That is why so much effort in the madaris, especially in our madaris, took place on Quran. You might say, I came here for ilm. 
From day one, I'm only seeing tajweed and tajweed and tajweed. Hadar, hadar. Rather do some other kitabs. This is your real weapon. Everything else is just little sidelines. The real weapon is your Quran. Don't go out of the madrasa after six years and you took all the sideshow. And the main weapon, you forgot it, the shield. Day by day, the Quran must become more firm. It must become part of your life. A soldier is such that while sleeping also, in the past, his sword was at his side. As soon as a sound was heard, his hand was on the sword. In today's time, that man who knows how to shoot, he sleeps with his gun. A sound is heard, before his eye opens, that gun is ready already. This is, The Quran becomes living with you. So that's the weapon. I send this. And then what's the mission? He says, وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَمَرَنِي أَنْ أُحْرِكَ قُرَيْشًا He says, Allah ordered me that I must burn the Quraysh. Remember, the Quraysh in that time was known as the Pharaoh of evil. Quraysh meant a fish that eats every other fish, but it is never eaten. The Quraysh were undefeated. There was an azmat and awe that they enjoyed over everyone else. Nabi Islam said, I was ordered I must burn the Quraysh. How do you fight your own people? And how mighty they are. So he said, فَقُلْتُ يَا رَبِّي I said, Oh Allah, if I am going to try to burn them, they are so strong. أَخَافُ أَيْ يَثْلَهُ رَأْسِي وَيَدَعُوهُ خُبْزَ That if I have to stand up against this army, the mighty army of the Quraysh, they will crush my head. And they will make it like bread. وَيَدَعُوهُ خُبْزَ You see, you got a round head. And the shape of the head. But if someone hits it hard, hits it hard, hits it hard, it becomes flat like a piece of bread, roti. He said, I fear they will smash it so much it will become like this. The tahdir min al-fitan was going to happen at the end of times when man was going to look around at the superpowers of the time, united forces. And he was going to say, even if we dare just to say something, they will fall upon us so hard that if you got a little round head also, there will be no head left. It was already said at that time. And the answer was also given. That you will have to do what you can do and Allah will do the rest. So he says, so my Allah then said to me, Istakhrijhum kama akhrajuka. How they pushed you out of Makkah Mukarrama, you make an effort to get them out. Istikhraj, you make your effort. How ukhzuhum nukhzika. You stand up in an effort against them, we will prepare everything for you for the effort against them. Aghza yukhzi. Means we will make preparations. We will provide. We will give you the thoughts. We will show you which part to take. But you be ready to make the step. You stand up in the ghazwa and we will prepare the way for you. You spend in this path and we will spend upon you. You send out one small army, we will send out five with it. 
Meaning you do your small amount and don't think about how big the enemy is. وَقَاتِلْ بِمَنْ أَطَاكَ مَنْ عَصَاكَ There will be a group who will want to follow you. You will have to use them against those who don't want to follow you. That is going to happen one day. And perhaps me and you might see that day. There will be a time where how we living an easy life at the moment will no longer be easy. But that person who prepared for it just a while before, when it happens, he's ready for it. One is a believer has no fear of a mighty power because the believer sees the Almighty. So he never ever says, but how? This narration is more than sufficient. That when Allah's Nabi asked, he had a right to ask, he had the Quraysh in front. A fish that eats and is never eaten. He said, they will crush my face. He says, you do your job and we will crush them. Fatha Makkah was an announcement to the world that Islam will always be ghalib as long as there are people who are ready for that ghalbah. That walk in the spot. So at the present moment, there is no call, but a desire within the heart of everyone to fight against fitan, not to fall in fitan. Tahdeer min al-fitan was to say, trials are going to come. And shayateen are going to pull. There is going to be a huge group who will give in from the Arab and the non-Arab. They will become so faulty and dirty in their nature. They will do the actions of the worst of people. This ummah will see it all. Makatahum, Arabahum, Wajamuhum. One is you dislike, one is bughs. The actions will create so evil it will be that Allah will have like bughs for them. Bughs means like, I just can't stand you. The world will become like that, so filthy. We might see that filthy world. But once upon a time it was there also. In that condition, man must not say times are very bad because. Times were already so bad. But there will always be a group illa baqaya min ahlil kitab who will keep the love of Almighty Allah focused on them. We must try to be that group. And then Allah tabarukta will allow people to stand. May Allah make us that we are those who stand. But when we stand, our imtihan is also going to be taken. And others are going to be taken through us. Don't ever think I am not going to be tested. I will also be tested. In my body I will be tested. In my wealth I will be tested. In my family. And fitan will also come in front of me. Just graduating from Azadwil doesn't mean you are fitan free. That, that certificate means shaitan will never come. Shaitan comes with the turban. He comes. He knows who's the master. If I get the master, I got the qom. How many ulama fell and they said, I don't know how I fell. It's because you never thought perhaps you could fall. You never thought. And Alim can't slip. It's known like that. That's why the girl says, I want to marry an Alim. Alim says, I want to marry an Alima. And you ask why, you say they're pure. Said, That's not condition. How do you know it's pure? It doesn't have to be pure. But it's a thought. People have good thoughts of the ulama, but the alim himself mustn't fall in a good thought of himself. We know ourselves. 
that we also got desires, we also got thoughts. So your imtihan will also be taken, mine will be taken. In this imtihan, to be a person who can call to the truth, one weapon we got, it is called that kitab. Water is not going to wipe it away, means Allah allowed my heart and your heart to take a great portion of it. Whether you hafiz of kul Quran or part of the Quran, it has been written in your heart. It has become so solid, whether the meaning or the wording, that while sleeping also some meanings of Quran can be playing on your mind. Enjoy the shield. Make it stronger and stronger because this is your weapon in the world. When you got your shield, then you will be told, now go out and burn kufr. You will put that fire to kufr. You will have to burn it through your writings, through your talks, through your sermons, through your actions. Somehow or the other, you will have to say what is right in a world where although on one side they say freedom of speech, and the other side they say, don't you dare say something. That's how it is. They say, everyone got rights, so you can't speak against them. And on the other side, they say whatever they want to say, okay, freedom of speech, but there's no, we got no freedom. But the time has to come that the man will be told, you will have to light that match, you will have to speak. At that time you'll say, but I fear they'll crush me. They'll crush me and they'll make me like roti, bread. It's just you do your part and you will see we will help you from our side. But be ready for it from now at least. Make your Quran your life. Live with it as though this is my weapon. Think of that word. Water is not going to rub it away. Meaning Allah wrote it in my heart. What an ink that was. How I can read it. They say one murid used to read what his sheikh Mullah Liqari wrote this. One murid used to read what his sheikh they used to read like maybe 10 Jews, 10 Jews. And then the Sheikh passed away. So the Murid in that gham now said, Every day I used to enjoy reading to my Sheikh. Like, so he went to the Qabr and he read there his like, amount. Says, After he read there, he heard from the Qabr the voice of the Sheikh also reading. So he enjoyed that and he said, It carried on for a while this, until he told one of his other Murids, You know, I go there and the Sheikh is also reading Quran. So when they came there, then it just came to an end. It says, that even while dead, that man is reading that thing. Forget while sleeping, even while dead. The Quran must become like that. It must be in you, surrounding you, out of you, everything. It must be your Quran. Allah make us all min ahlil Quran. And with the weapon of Quran, may Allah save us from all evil. May Allah Tabarakallah make us a da'i, a caller to save others also from all evil. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.